0: Hi everyone, welcome to Chrislamic Talks. Are you interested in Christianity or Islam? If so, you're on the right channel. My show will cover in-depth topics using opinions, scholars, arguments, and, more importantly, the books to get a full idea of both religions. Hi everyone, and welcome back to Chris Islamic Talks. On today's episode, I will be talking about why can't we talk about the Jews? Uh, if you, if anyone uh, knows anything about Kanye West, you know that he's been, I believe, banned off of Twitter again after he just got on uh, because he made a uh, tweet about the Jews. Of course, everybody, you know, claims that he's racist, uh, you know, that he's anti-Semitic, all that type of thing, you know, all those type of things. And, uh, after listening to his interviews and things like that, I realized that Kanye West was simply speaking, uh, much truth about who he named were Jews. Uh, and it's, it's amazing though. Like while he was in the middle of his, of his interview, the guy was actually trying to correct him for his misunderstandings, like, like real time correcting his thought speech, you know, it's like, well, you can't think this, so let me correct you while while you're talking, you know, and and that's a great form of censorship, you know, showing that Kanye West cannot talk about what he wants to talk about, you know, Uh, but the reality is, you know, why can't we talk about the Jews? Why can't we talk about what they're doing to the world, Uh, you know, what they're contributing to the world, things like that, you know, everything has to be I would say after World War II, everything about the Jews has to be cast in a positive light. If it's anything negative, um, you're anti-Semitic, you're racist, you hate Jews, blah, blah, blah. The fact is that's not true. You know, um, if we say that, if we read the title of a book called The Jews and Their Lies, we're considered anti-Semitic, we're considered racist. But it is true that there are Jews and that they do lie. So the Jews and their lies. You know that that is a very truthful statement. There are Jews who do lie, and um, and in fact, many Jews are liars. Many Jews are uh, are false. Their their speech is just is false. Their speech is ugly. They, um, if anything, they are the racist ones. And I would say that that Jews are racist. Um, most Jews, in fact. They might fit in, but um, if you look around and you read Jewish names because the Jews run Hollywood, um, if you don't believe me, you can look it up yourself. There's an L.A. Times article where a Jew literally writes that, yes, the Jews run Hollywood, and she was a little upset that um, that people were saying that the Jews don't run Hollywood because they're saying that's racist. She's like, I- I'm proud of the fact that Jews run Hollywood. Jews contribute to some very immoral, degenerative um, content in the media. Um, Jews typically marry Jews. You know, it's like um, C.S. Lewis in the Chronicles of Narnia, The Last Battle, the dwarves, he writes, the dwarves are for the dwarves. Well, the Jews are for the Jews. Um, That's Zionism, that's Jewish supremacy. And we can't talk about that because that's being banned now. Now, again, disclaimer, I'm not saying that every Jew is bad, every single individual Jew is bad. But I am saying that as a um, as a group of people, they are mostly Zionist. They support um, Zionism. They support Jewish supremacy. They support supremacy over Gentiles. And... Um... They have no problem with Zionist tactics. Now, there are, of course, Jews out there who are, um, who are great people, you know, who are very nice. Um, and there are Christian Jews who are nothing like these other Jews. They are Christian, and therefore, um, they are part of the family of Christ. And so there's, you know, they, they are not the bad ones. But, I mean, come on, let, let's talk about the Jews. Uh, you know, it seems that every time you, you mention one thing, if it's not something positive or good about them, then uh, you can't say it because it's racist when that's not true. In fact, the word anti-Semitic does not refer only to Jews, but refers even to Arabs. So, um, so the Jews like to say, oh, you're anti-Semitic, so that means that you're racist towards, uh, you know, of so the ethnic groups? I think not which means that you would just be anti-Jewish, and in which case, um, let's face it, look, look at Israel, you know, uh, Israel has multiple classes. The Jews are the first-rate class, you know, and everyone else is sort of bottom tier. You're always second class or third class in, in Israel. So the Jews are for the Jews. That is as bold of a statement as I, as I can, you know, make. And of course, um, the left want to uplift uh, the Jews while uh, condemning Israel for its Zionist tactics, and, and which is understandable, but the left plays basically plays two fields. It says, well, you can't talk about the Jews, but you can talk about the Jews. You can talk about Zionism, but you can't talk about Jews. And as soon as you link Zionism with Jews, then suddenly you are bad. But if you can separate the two, then you're good. While the Christians, the the conservatives, the conservative Christians like to say that you can't speak anything against the Jews. You can't speak anything against Zionism. You can't, you know, basically they they worship Zionism. They worship um, the Jews. They are Christian Zionists. They are basically supporting people who hate them, who don't want anything to do with them, or who want to use them until they get what they want and then they will no longer have a need for them. Uh, the left is slightly different. The left will say, "Well, you know, Zionism bad. Israel is doing terrible things in Palestine." Uh, but then they will turn around and defend the Jews if anything is said that, "Hey, well, the Jews are doing this." No, 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 no. Israeli government. You know, there's a difference. Well, Israeli government consists of mostly Jews. Um, most of the people doing the killings are Jewish. So. It's it's and Zionism is actually uh, was created by Jews. It's Jewish supremacy. So uh, we we have to talk about that. So the left are basically the uh, the term useful idiots. They are basically that to Zionism. They are the people who, oh well you know, hate Israel, love Jews, love Palestine, but at the same time defend Jews and want to defend uh, anything that typically happens. Now, of course, I grew up, I grew up being a Zionist, well, not really a Zionist, but I grew up supporting Israel, supported Jews, you know, that was what, that was what was taught to me in church. And I can safely say that I no longer agree with any of that, but I I see so many churches that want to defend Jews, and, you know, they say, oh, well, what's going on, is propaganda. Well, Perhaps the fact, because churches love to use the word, you know, oh, you're, or the words you've hardened your heart, you know. Well, perhaps they've hardened their heart to the um, to the issues that are happening in Palestine. Perhaps they're hardening their hearts to the people dying in Palestine. And the Christian Zionists want to go around talking about how the Jews are going to basically own the world and how they will. Um, Be in charge of everything. Well, that's not entirely true because Jesus actually states that most Jews Most children of the kingdom the kingdom of Israel will go to hell This means That all the Jews will not be saved all the ethnic Jews will not be saved all the ethnic Jews will not rule the Gentiles They will not rule the earth. They will not you know, they will not do any of that Uh, Jesus makes that very clear So, the Christian Zionists and the Dispensationalists are misled when they think that Israel will be rebuilt, the Jews will basically own the world, the Jews will have everything, the Jews will uh, this and that. They're just plain wrong. And of course, the Jewish Christians at times, not all of them, but some of them, are leading the Christian Zionists down the path of Zionism down the path of this of this uh, false doctrine because they say that you can't teach fulfillment theology they call it replacement theology that we've replaced Jews well in this case we have fulfilled what the Jewish people uh, did not do that's not that all Jewish people did not do this because you have the early disciples they were in fact Jewish and they did um, come to Christ. But Christ says that the only way that one can be saved is by coming to him. Well, the remnant have been saved and are still in the process of being saved. And the Gentiles are being saved. This means that all of Israel shall be saved because all of Israel consists of both Jews and Gentiles. And so you have the remnant, the, the, the remaining Jews who will be saved, who will come to Christ. And you have the full number of the Gentiles still being brought in and at that point, all of Israel will be saved. So the remnant I would say has mostly been saved, although there are Jews who are still coming to Christ and they can still be brought in Um, and the total number of Gentiles is still being counted. If you will, Um, it has yet to happen, but we will get to a point to where all of Israel will be saved. And so, in in saying all that, that actually defeats the uh, the doctrines of of the dispensationalists who say that um, the Jews will have a second chance and all the Jews will come to Christ and and such you know all that type of stuff because that's not going to happen. Um, we don't read in the Bible where you know some Gentiles will be saved and then suddenly all the Jews will be saved. We don't read that. We absolutely do not read that. And in fact. Uh, the Catholic Church may preach something similar, the Protestants in America or really the North American may preach something sim- uh, similar, uh, even Europe may preach something similar, but the Eastern churches do not preach that. The Eastern churches say, hey, the Jews have the same chance as everyone else just as the Gentiles do. And so Eastern Orthodoxy and the, the Eastern Protestant churches um, and even uh, denominations older than uh, Than both teach that what the Western churches teach is is absolutely wrong, but the Western church feels that because they uh, they are of the West, therefore they know everything, and uh, and since their influence is so great, you know you have to listen to them. And in doing so, they've turned from saying things against the Jews to worshiping the Jews. Uh, This is very apparent as Europe, in Europe, um, just several centuries ago, people understood, hey, the Jews are bringing in interest rates. They are bringing in, you know, all these different things that Christianity has forbidden. But today, Christianity fully accepts these things because we worship the Jews. It should not be so. Uh, A a Jew is just another man, as a Gentile is. The one who ought to be worshipped is the one that Christianity, if you will, bears his name, bears his title. And yet, you know, little Christ, Christians. And yet, we have moved so far away from Christ that we are basically placing our faith... In the Jewish people, in the Jewish ways. This ought not to be. This is destroying the very foundations of Christianity in the name of Zionism. This is why we must speak about the Jews. We must speak about Zionism. We must speak out and say that this is not the way Christianity is supposed to be. But of course, as mentioned before, you know, World War II is where things changed. you know, and everybody blames Hitler. But I guarantee you that most people do not understand that Hitler was not all about killing the Jews. He was about going after the communists, the, the Soviet Union. And over 80% of the communists in the Soviet Union were Jewish. And so he saw that these Jews practicing Jewry were so heavily involved in creating communism, and they had such evil ideas that, you know, he had to do something. And he figured the West would actually join him because, you know, the West is supposed to be Christian-based, blah, blah, blah. But what had happened was the West said, no, we will join the communists, we will join the godless, we will join the atheists. And uh, it became a defense of communism in the name of suffering. It became a defense of uh, these, the very Jews who would go on to wreak immoral, degenerative, harmful practices uh, and content upon the the rest of the world. They would influence them. Um, And I say that because some of the largest porn producers and directors are Jewish. Some of the largest names in Hollywood are Jewish, some of the largest names in the media, and newspapers, and uh, magazines, and all these different things are, in fact, Jewish. And uh, we want to talk about, you know, churches want to talk about how the TV is bad. Well, who's putting content on the TV? Well, I can guarantee you that there's going to be several big-name Jewish, uh, big-name people who are, in fact, Jewish. And so these Jewish elites are the ones producing the content, making the content bad. Um, And they will joke saying that if it wasn't for them, we would only have Bible stuff, only Christian-based stuff. And so they do these things because they are Antichrist. And in fact, the early Christians back in the 1st, 2nd, 3rd century believed that the Antichrist would not be a Muslim but because Muslims did not exist back then but they believed him to be a Jew they did not believe this major major antichrist to be uh to be a gentile for there was a gentile who was a heavy antichrist they already knew that gentiles could be, could be antichrist but they figured that if there was going to be another antichrist that would rise up, who would take over the world, it would be a Jew. Because you had one antichrist who destroyed Jerusalem. Uh, that, is, that is also biblical. But there are, many an- there are many antichrists out in the world. The spirit of the antichrist is out in the world. And the early church, a few, uh, few centuries after that, Absolutely believed that if there was another major person who would rise up and try to control the world and, you know, all that type of stuff, he would be a Jew. And the reason for this is very simple. The Jews have done everything possible to hinder Christianity, to destroy Christianity, to uh, cause Christians to trip and fall and be immoral. And to, um, to, uh, to put in place in the, in the Christian mind degeneracy to, um, to basically be, to make Christians godless and to reject Christ. That is what the Jew has done for, for over a thousand, two thousand years. The Jew has done this. And so when people say that we can't talk about the Jews... Why can't we talk about the Jews? Why can't we talk that Israel was one of the first countries to establish abortion? Why can't we talk about uh, the fact that uh, Israel says no to 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 no peace, no nothing, that the fact that um, Israel is so quick to cause a bloodshed. And they, you know, we can't talk about the false flag operations that they've done. In Egypt and Syria against Britain against America. We can't talk about the American citizens they've killed. We can't talk about um, how basically the whole world falls in line with whatever they say. And while the Arabs may sort of fight back it, it's you know the Arabs really don't have a large enough voice because America and Israel will always trump their voice. Um, the West will always make sure that their voice is just uh, that the voices of the Arab countries are are null and void. Um, that whatever the argument is, it's just, it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's moot. It's, you know, there's, they have no say, uh, because they are the chosen people of God, which if you read your Bible, Christians, uh, Peter says, you are, you are a chosen generation a royal priesthood. He was talking not to the jews but to the church these letters are written to the churches they are not written to jews they are written to the churches who consist of both jews and gentiles and in fact the high priest is christ so if you are a jew who does not accept christ you are not part of the chosen if you are a jew who accepts christ if you are a gentile who accepts christ you are part of the chosen and therefore the jews Are No longer the chosen people as a whole as an ethnic group. They are no longer the chosen people Uh, They have been divorced by God That is final But God has made a way for them to remarry back to him through the church And Paul says that we should not boast ourselves. He says the Jew should not boast himself over the Gentile. Gentile should not boast himself over the Jew. The Jew lost out with God but can come back. And the Gentile never had God and now has the chance. But he is solely resting on the very fact that the Jews uh, rejected Christ. So when we're looking at, at how this all plays out, The Jew is not to be worshipped. God is to be worshipped. The Gentile is not to be uh, boasting. And instead, should boast the power of God. But the Christian Zionists have seen this a different way. The dispensationalists have seen this a different way. They they interpret the Bible uh, in a Zionist way to support the Jews no matter what. and and it's a very wrong theology. It's a very wrong doctrine. It should not be taught in the churches. And the very fact that most most, especially most Pentecostals and, and um, others are teaching this doctrine, is uh, is the reason these video these uh, not videos but these podcasts have to be made. These these episodes have to be made um, because we have to try to to defend our position against them and show them, hey, you are absolutely wrong. Uh, And, you know, I I offer pastors debates all the time. Um, I I recently just offered a pastor a a debate, and he hasn't even replied. He hasn't even gotten back to me. Um, And it is more or less because they get scared. You know, they want to run their mouth and say all this type of stuff, but then when it gets down to the nitty-gritty details, they, they have no understanding of it. So they have all this end-time prophecy, knowledge, and things like that. But whenever you actually bring out the facts of the Bible, they they shut up. And they won't want to talk to you. But, and and I will say that Project Corinthians 9 has... Um, you know, I, I I wrote an article about Palestine, and that was when I was just basically pro pro Israel, pro Jew, and you know, somewhat for Zionism. Now that I'm now that I've understood what what Zionism really is, and and you can see it, um, I listened to a, a thing of Ben Shapiro, and he just basically explains why he doesn't believe the Bible, and his his explanation was so ridiculous that. Any Christian should be laughing at him and saying, Wow, you are you are the Antichrist. Like you may seem like a nice guy, but you are antichrist because you are against Christ. Um, because anyone that is uh, that is not for Christ is against him. That is how God looks at it. Now Ben Shapiro may say, well, Christians are nice people, but I guarantee you that he absolutely rejects Christ. He absolutely rejects uh, anything to do with Christ, and therefore he is anti-Christ. You cannot call him uh, anything other than that because he rejects Christ. He is literally against Christ. And so the, the conservatives who all support Ben Shapiro and say, oh, he says good things, yes, but he also is anti-Christ. He, he rejects Christ. He is against Christ. Um, and if he was to, to lie and say that Christ might have been a, a good person who did some right things, he would be lying because as a Jew, as an Orthodox Jew, uh, he teaches that Jesus is the cursed one. So if he lies, he would be another Jew and his lies. Now, if Spotify bans me, you know, that just goes to prove that you cannot say anything about the Jews. Um, but I hope they don't. But regardless, I'm, I'm going to end this episode and uh, just have you know that if you read your Bible and you understand dispensationalism, it might look legit but it's really not um what they teach is is inaccurate you know fulfillment theology is the way to go fulfillment theology was what was taught back in the 1st 2nd 3rd century um, and as the centuries progressed it, it in fact actually, dispensationalism i believe was born in the, the late 1800s early 1900s there's a a period there of like the 1860s to uh, so the 1900s where it was being born being you know created and by the 1900s was fully solidified as a doctrine that was being taught within churches. It was a new progressive revelation that was especially taught by Pentecostal churches who believe that they are not progressive the Pentecostals typically believe that they are um, not reformers but restorers they believe that they are restoring old doctrines, but here they are teaching dispensationalism, which was really born in the 1860s. So, it is a fairly new doctrine that ought to be rejected from churches, um, and yet Pentecostals, again, restores are actually bringing in something that's very highly progressive, highly pro-Zionism. And, if memory serves me correctly, was actually built by a guy who uh, was a... Um, well, it wasn't entirely built by him, but it was, it, he, was, he helped build the doctrine, and he was an adulterer, he was a liar, cheat, all that type of stuff, and he was very heavily pro-Zionist. And so that's the reason why, if you read into dispensationalism, it, you will find that it's very pro-Zionist, it is very uh, Jewish, it is very pro-Jew, and um, nothing, there's really nothing bad about the Jews in dispensationalism.